Peace, prosperity, salutations. You're now rocking with the brand. I am Yurima Karama. This is the Mastermind Alliance. Uh, I love that song. It's just at the end, though, the end of that song, it, 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 so, so the, t the song actually touches my spirit because the name of the song is called Free. It's by, uh, this uh, group called Salt, S-A-U-L-T. But at the end of the song, it just kind of, uh, just kind of blows it for me because it says, I know I can't make it on my own. And I'm just like, yes, you can. You can. I, I, I get that you don't believe that you can, but you actually can make it on your own. It's all about getting knowledge of self and then tapping in. And then, yes, we, we, there is a certain amount of dependence that we do have on one another. That's why we're not put on this planet individually just by ourselves. That's why there's other people. But you can actually, I'm a living testimony that you can actually make it on your own because motherfuckers will dish you. They will put distance between themselves and you and you will have no choice but to make it on your own. So you can do it. So with that said, peace, prosperity, salutations. If this is your first time rocking with the brand, please go to the webpage www.yurimakarama.com. Uh, dot com. You can go there to actually download my app. Make sure that you are also tapping into my uh, nonprofit organization, The Unity Walk. We just had our major event uh, in Tulsa. It was absolutely fabulous. And the, the energy there was absolutely phenomenal. Love it. We're going to do more of that. That's, that was our one one time a year, our main event. But uh, we do things throughout the year as well. I uh, want to definitely shout out Jay Ali and Sovereign Creed. Yes, find your tribe. That is the shirt right there. Find your tribe. So I want to shout them out. I also want to shout out my guy So Dread. Yes, for my for my Haitian connection. You see the Haitian hat there with the with the with the the, the, the flag on the back. Yes. So I want to shout out Zo Dread. Uh, appreciate you. Anytime I'm in Florida, uh, Zodred shows the maximum amount of hospitality and I'm so thankful. So I wanted to get on today because these stories actually need to be told because what you have is you have these fake ass white institutions out here. And what happens is people always are trying to make money off of us. And I've told you that. I've told you I've been adamant about the fact that these organizations, they don't want to give no money to real real grassroots liberationists like myself, like Yurima Karama. They don't, they don't want to invite us to come and speak about diversity. They don't want to do that. They want to pick out these coons and bootlickers and these partial sellout ass Negroes who they know will take the bag that they know that they can buy these niggas and get them in the fold and they'll have these, they'll have these talks about MLK and how he had a dream. Whereas guys like myself, we're going to have a talk about Nat Turner and how he chopped fucking heads off and, and, and how that's really the measure of the day. So they really don't want us in that space. Uh, and they want people who are going to they want people who are going to minimize the language that they use. They, they want people who when they when they write a diversity plan. Well, I, I, uh, 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 Tamika, I'm going to need you to change these words just to make it a little more appealing, you know, so that my, my, so that I don't feel the level of white guilt that you're making me feel with the, with the harsh words that you were using, those truthful words that you were using. So if you could just make a few changes, Tamika, and then we can talk about that raise in a couple of months that we talked about five years ago. Um, so we have those those groups out here who are uh, uh, basically playing off the back of the situational occurrences that are taking place within the communities. And they're saying, oh, now we want to implement these diversity programs. 
within our structure to make it to make it appear like we really fucking care about black people when in essence they've never cared about black people never will care about black people don't give a fuck about black aboriginal indigenous melanated people and have no sympathy for our plight but but if they see a money maker they're going to take full advantage of that so the company that we're talking about today is this JPL Jet Propulsion Laboratory it's a research firm out of, out of California. And what's interesting about this group is uh, they have a diversity program. <laughs> I love putting these crackers on, on blast. I really do. I get no greater thrill than to put these than put these bastards on blast because why? Because they fucking deserve it. So this JPL Jet Propulsion Laboratory, you can look them up They're part of a NASA laboratory. They create these robots to go out into to go out into space. And so, but that's not the issue. The issue is their diversity program. And so let's just give a little, let's just give a little backdrop jet propul propulsion laboratory. So let's just let me give you a little uh history here. So wait, let me see. I gotta find it. Cause I'm I got to get into the got to get into the notes and all. Uh, let me see here. Mm, OK, so. This particular laboratory, this particular laboratory um, or this particular company, JPL, they have a diversity program right now. Everyone who sits on the board of their diversity program. Yeah, you guessed it. They're all fucking crackers. Not one aboriginal indigenous person sitting on the board of the diversity program. So what do they do? They send out a memo. They send out a memo saying, hey, you know, we would like some people to sign up for the diversity program. Hold up. Let me let me because uh, I think I can I think I can show you better than tell you. Let me see here. This is what it says. The Inclusion Advisory Committee is looking for three new employee members to join. All applications must be submitted to Michelle Roth. Yeah, I put them all on blast. I don't give a fuck about their names. Cause, and guess what? Guess what? When they see this video, they're not even going to be able to pronounce my name. So I'm giving them mad respect. Because they're going to call me Yamara. They're going to call me Karima. They're going to call me Kamara. They're going to call me Mr. Karma. They're going to say all of that shit except getting the fucking name right because that's part of the white privilege program. Yes, we want you to use our European names and get them right. But when it comes to yours, we have no knowledge and don't really give a fuck about pro uh, 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 pronouncing yours right. Because if it's not, if it's not American or English, we feel no need to get your name right. It's your Rima Karama, bitch. So uh, in any case, the Inclusion Advisory Committee is looking for three new employee members to join. All applications must be submitted to Michelle Roth by March 31st, 2021. Then it goes on. Are you passionate about making an impact and furthering JPL's mission through diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. Are you looking for ways to get more involved and bring your 
diversity, equity, and inclusion ideas to life. If so, the Inclusion Advisory Committee, IAC, may be the right, may be right for you. We are currently seeking the members to join IAC. As a member of the IAC, you will work with other passionate JPLers to identify areas for improvement, propose solutions, and guide change across the lab. The IAC strives to support an organizational culture and climate that is in alignment with the laboratory values of openness, integrity, quality, innovation, and inclusion. Then it tells them about going to the website. Then it says application criteria. Please write a personal statement addressing three of the below characteristics. All personal statements should address commitment to cultivating inclusion, courage, plus one additional characteristic. Please use these definitions to guide your personal statement. We are seeking to understand how you have demonstrated these characteristics in the past, why DEI is important to you, and why you think you should be, would be the right fit for one of these positions. Submission should be no more than two pages in length if applications must be submitted. All applications must be submitted to Michelle Roth. Okay. So, uh, then, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put her name out because, I mean, let's face it, it's all whites on the committee, so this person could easily get fired. But this person submitted. Now, remember, the key point that I said here is that all of the members on this committee that are looking for diversity, they're all white. It should also be stated that, it should also be stated that I think that there are only three aboriginal employees in the whole company. You would think that all three of those aboriginal employees would be put on the DEI. You, I mean, I'm just saying, just, just as a, just as a, just as a, if you're really about diversity, you would think that all three of them would be put on the DEI and then they would be asked to recruit new new Aboriginal employees if we're really about diversity, especially talking about the space program. I mean, we know that there was even diversity on Star Trek. You 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 had uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Tuvok. We so so we know. And then back in the day, you had the sister who. But Dr. Kirk was supposed to be knocking. They only they only conceptualize us, fetishize us. So we had the sister back then. That was in the what 60s and 70s when Star Trek came out with Dr. Kirk. Then they had Tuvok. So we know that even on Star Trek, yes, I'm being facetious here. I'm being very silly right now. But we even know that they practice diversity on Star Trek. So uh, this is what one of the uh, applicants put in. I'm just going to read it here. My truth is that I am one of only three black employees at JPL, an institute that is at the forefront of innovation and yet has not invented a means of bringing more inclusive perspectives that are equitably compensated. Mm, I love the wording. I believe this can change. 
we can enjoy a JPL team that best reflects the diversity of individuals in our society. My truth is also JPL's truth, and I want our JPL leaders to be just as courageous about equity and commitment to cultivating inclusion as we are about successful missions in space. As part of the Inclusion Advisory Committee, committee we can commit to new truths. We have the courage to do so, and I believe we will. In order to support an inclusive culture and environment that fosters diversity of thought and empowers all employees to do their best work, we need greater commitment, and my commitment toward helping us reach that goal is genuine. I have no doubt that we can elevate JPL to a caliber of diverse greatness that is already demonstrated in its successful application of innovative technology to its programs. Obviously, my presence as a black woman at JPL speaks to an awareness and desire to cultivate inclusion. I can't say that for other places of employment where systemic Racism in our society always permeates the workspace. JPL has given me reason to feel optimistic. JPL has given me reason to feel optimistic about its stated commitment to inclusiveness. She's not going to feel optimistic shortly. But let's continue. Uh, JPL has given me reason to feel optimistic about its stated commitment to inclusiveness, diverse collaboration, and courage to understand when change is needed. We all know that racism exists. When we know better, we do better. And I believe that the IAC wants to meet that challenge and include me on the team. I want my truth, our truth, to be the example of other innovators and what better place to make this happen than JPL's IAC. Three-fourths three of the world is of dark hue and our workspace needs to reflect this fact. As a person of dark hue, I have witnessed the terror of hate directed at me because of that fact. Growing up in Compton, California, I also witnessed courage. The courage to survive and thrive despite the setbacks, challenges, naysayers, blockers, and haters. It takes courage to speak truth in a room filled with people who may not see my lived experience who will never know how it feels to be denied my humanity overtly or many times covertly in the way that another human being looks at me with amused contempt, pity, or outright disregard for my humanity. My life experience as a black woman of the dark, of dark hue, means that stereotypical assumptions are made based on my skin color or my speech pattern. Some people cannot or are not willing to climb the great wall of stereotypes and come out to the light on the other end and see beyond my dark skin color. I see it as their loss. I'm stating my, wait, I'm stating my challenges because I want you to know that I see and live them, but I don't by any means define myself and my abilities based on those limitations placed on me by others' short-sightedness. I have vision for myself, for IAC and JPL, and the level of change we can make together. I've worked in various industries, and there has not been one which I can say there was no discrimination. There was no discussion of systemic racism, lack of equity and inclusion. This is not the nature I see with JPL. My vision is one whereby IAC recognizes what I have to contribute, intellect, tenacity for speaking truth unapologetically and helping our team envision the bigger picture of success that comes when diverse perspectives are at the decision-making table. The JPL motto is to be mighty and do daring things. 
I hope that the IAC and its mission of greater diversity, equity, and inclusion will take me up on the offer to stay the course by adding me to the team. Now, I can tell you, I'm going to stop right there. I will tell you that as the white men read this, they were shaking their heads like, damn, Bob, yeah, she's not giving up a shot of ass, is she? Nah, not with this kind of talk. She ain't giving up no pussy. Damn it. Why couldn't she have been like Tamika? Mm, fuck. That black ass there was, yeah, I remember many nights, Bob. Yeah. So, uh, in any case, oh, you don't think that they talk like that, do you? You think white people are righteous, right? They've killed hundreds of millions of us and you still think they fucking righteous, right? You think they don't have them conversations about the black woman's pussy? Yeah, yeah, so, so lost you are. <sighs> That's why you need a Urema Karama to keep that fucking balance of truth. So, um, then she goes on to say, I don't promise that we will always agree. I won't promise that our discussions and collaborations will always be comfortable, but I guarantee that JPL through the efforts of the IAC will be better for our courage to endeavor to be a better institute. I believe my greatest education came out of my courageous travels across the world. Travel allowed me to see what diversity, equity, and inclusion looks like in practice. For example, during a trip to Israel, I was called to mediate cultural and religious tensions through my church organization. The trip was revealing and while I went to teach what I understood in terms of diversity, equity, and inclusion, I learned so much more from direct contact with people on the ground. Okay, I'm gonna stop there because this can be lengthy. Um, but the sister's on her game. She's, she's speaking. Now, mind you, again, all the members on the IAC who are looking for this diversity they're all white. Mind you, let's keep in mind that all the em black employees adds up to only three in the whole company. Now let's go to, oh damn, yeah. Yeah, this is the letter from Samantha Hatch. Yeah. At the top, the heading says, damn it, I hate this shit. Yeah, denial of black employee to the IAC. Uh, yeah, this came from uh, Samantha Hatch. It came on June 9th, 2021. Damn it. Dear, yeah. Thank you for your application for the inclusion of advisory committee, IAC. After much deliberation, I regret to inform you that you have not been selected to join the IAC at this time. This was an incredibly hard determination and we do not take this decision lightly. Damn it, you weren't coonish enough. But even more so, not only were you not coonish enough, but the other three black employees, they didn't make it either. So we're just gonna keep the diversity board all white at this point. This was an incredibly hard determination and we do not take this decision lightly. Your passion for diversity, equity, and inclusion definitely came through via your personal statement and is truly appreciated. The IAC would like to encourage you to join one of the IAC subcommittees to continue making or help helping make an impact in the DEI space at JPL. 
It is through JPLers such as yourself that we are able to push forward in this area and continue to cultivate an inclusive work environment. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Regards, Samantha Hatcher. Yeah. In other words, let me give you the, because that's the politically correct shit that they tell you so that there's no lawsuits. Uh, basically what that white bitch just said is, uh, nigga, shut up, sit your black ass down, keep taking this paycheck you got, we gonna keep sending robots into space and don't make no motherfucking waves at this company. Your black ass didn't make the cut and no black asses like yours are going to make the cut. We put it out there because we get audited sometimes and we have to make sure that within the confines of that audit, we can show that we are trying to practice diversity here at this company. We just had some candidates that unfortunately didn't make the cut. And we as white people, because of our white privilege, we can determine who's black enough or rather not black enough to make the diversity cut at our company. We determine who's black enough to practice diversity here. Uh, Paperclip with the Nazis yes. starting up. Uh, so so uh, Jack Parsons was all part of that, man. He was, he was deep into the occult, and I'm not talking about the good side of it. You know, he was in with uh, Aleister Crowley and that flock. So, um, or Ordo Templars, I mean, they, they go deep, man. And, and a lot of the stuff they were doing, you know, they were wondering where is this technology coming from? So mm. it's not surprising when you kind of look at know the history of, of JPL. When I when I saw the note, I was looking up JPI. I was like, JPI? I couldn't find anything JPI. And then you said JPL. And I said, oh, that's when I buzzed you. and said, wait a minute, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. AP or the J NASA JPL, then yeah, there's you know, that's not surprising. But yeah, just just look into uh, you know they they were into some into some uh, some some I, I guess for lack of a better word, evil you know however you want to define that or, or think of it wasn't good. And seeing now how they come out with this, uh, you know what you're talking about the re rejecting the black lady um, uh, for for the diversity role is not surprising that they would do something like that. And so, and so, yeah, it's, I, I, uh, I, I'm glad that you uh, uh, said that, John, because um, that was also during that whole movement with the, um, with the, um, the uh, neo-Nazi scientists coming over to this country, yeah. getting involved in that, in that uh, diverse or NASA uh, program. Yeah, paperclip, Operation Paperclip, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, and for those that haven't done, I, I think I did a look it up segment on uh, Ale uh, Alistair Crowley, uh, but he's supposed to be the father of, of the uh, more so the Satanist movement. <laughs> uh, go ahead. And maybe the father of Barbara Bush. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the rabbit hole. I love that. Yeah. Absolute facts. Yeah. Well, well, it's interesting because because if we go down that rabbit hole, then then but, yeah, uh, I don't want to distract you too much, man. But I just want you to know, <laughs> going for these people, nothing surprises me. Uh, and so you know that culture has not left. You no, know, every corporation has a culture. 
Yeah. And, and their culture started out like that. And, you know, if you're in that inner circle, it hasn't gone anywhere. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So, hey, but yeah, I, I'll catch up with you later, man. I, I'm still uh, still working. I'll listen. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, I, pre- I always appreciate you, Brother John. Thank you so much right. for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted. I was going to talk about uh, the the uh, uh, Chancellor Markle Markle over there, supposed to be uh, Hitler's daughter, but uh, from Germany. So I just yeah, that that just uh, <laughs> yeah they. Uh, so so for the family that's just getting on, we were just talking about the um, JPL Jet Propulsion Laboratory, um, based out of California, and they do. Uh, uh, they basically uh, work in space and send robots to space, um, that sort of thing. And so they put out a diversity memo. Uh, they have three black employees in their company. They put out a diversity memo. So one of the sisters applied and they gave a, a criteria for the application. The sister applied and they denied her. Um, they denied her application. And uh, she then she did a rebuttal. And let me just just for the sake of. Uh, so that uh, for the family that might just be getting on, um, this was the denial. This is what they said, and this came from Samantha Hatch at uh, JPL. This came on Wednesday, June 9th, 2021, 12.01 p.m., lunchtime. She says, thank you for your application for the inclusion advisory committee. Now, it must be stay. I must state again, too, that the committee that they already have the IAC committee, um, inclusion advisory uh, committee, they're all white. So they put out this they put out this memo concerning diversity, but they're all everybody that sits on the committee is white. There's three black employees in the company, and if you go on their website, they'll show their, their, this this what what looks like a five dollar native pops up, and, and so it's a it's 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 deception because it'll make you think oh this is a diverse company no they're doing the same thing that a lot of these black companies do yeah black companies put white faces up there because they feel as though they can't get business not realizing that if we were on code we have enough we're the biggest consumer in the country maybe even the world factory so, so if we actually were on code and decided to shop with one another, we would crush them economically overnight. And it's slowly happening. Don't think that these retail outlets are shutting down for, for nothing. It's slowly happening, but they're not going to broadcast that on the news uh, because they wouldn't want you to know that tidbit of information. So anyway, this IAC committee is all white. They're saying, hey, we need some black diversity. Sister applies, very eloquent, tells a little portion of her life and why she should be on the board, why she should be on that committee. And then this is what they come back and say. Ah, thank you for your application, Samantha Samantha Hatch. She's the one who delivered the blow, so that's why I'm putting her name out there. That bitch needs to get a call. So uh, thank you for your application for the Inclusion Advisory Committee. After much deliberation, I regret to inform you that you have not been selected to join the IAC at this time. So again, the subliminals, white people in a position of power to tell you that you're not black enough or that you're too black to join a diversity committee where they're asking 
they're asking you to sign up because they don't have nobody on the committee, but they can make a choice on your life and say, ah, yeah, you're, you're too black for this committee or you're not black enough. But they ain't never been black a day in their fucking life. Because we ain't born with tails. They are. So uh, anyway, let me get back to this. I don't want to get too sidetracked. Uh, this was an incredibly hard determination, and we do not take this decision lightly. Your passion for diversity, equity, and inclusion definitely came through via your personal statement and is truly appreciated. In other words, it came through and we realized that you were too black. You're not the black that we want. We thought we were going to get a cunette. And that wasn't the case. So, yeah, you can't never sit on this board up here or this committee. But we appreciate you letting us know who you are so we know not to pick your black ass. The IAC would like to encourage you to join one of the IAC subcommittees to continue helping make an impact in the DEI space at JPL. It is through JPLers such as yourself that we are able to push forward in this area and continue to cultivate an inclusive work environment. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Regards, Samantha. Now, the thing is with, the thing is with, there's white men on this board, so they automatically knew they weren't going to get a shot of pussy from this sister. Because if you heard some of the speech that she gave, in her application, they realized, ah, yeah, that's null and void. But Samantha herself is realizing that, yeah, you know, as much as I like black dick, yeah, I wouldn't have a black man on the board either. They just want to fetishize us. They don't fuck with us like Facts. that for real. Facts. They never have and they never will fuck with us like that for real. So the sister responds back. She sends a response letter. And this is what she says, Dear Inclusion Advisory Committee, This is disappointing but not surprising given the lack of diversity, equity, inclusion of the IAC. This is not surprising. The only, the only people up there is crackers. So this is not surprising. You're not even a diverse committee yourself. So you denying me my application? Yeah, that shit's not surprising. Uh, denying me a seat at the IAC decision-making table denies the unique perspective and value I bring as a black woman to the IAC. In its current configuration, the IAC lacks the foresight to recognize its own meta metastasizing, metastasizing, metastasizing. Uh, lack of diversity, equity, and inclusion in practice. I know that my passion for diversity, equity, and inclusion came through in my personal statement because it is my truth. The committee's truth is the disregard for the optics of its failure to fully embrace its mission and the solutions based unique perspective I offer. I find this decision by the IEC to be very, very telling and impacts the morale of our colleagues. My efforts to improve working conditions on this IEC micro level and improve the global news media optics of JPL on a macro level are apparently not appreciated by the IEC. See, this is where she should be able to take her skill set someplace else to a black company that would appreciate her, where she wouldn't even have to sit on a diversity board. 
making claims to diversity, equity, and inclusion and redirecting me with an invitation to a DEI subcommittee committee is an insult to our collective intelligence. We can do better. On its collective face, the IAC does not look like genuine change. It does not appear to be sincere in its mission, and it certainly does not reflect America. I can bring fresh ideas to life, propose valuable solutions, and guide change across the lab as a member of the IEC. I issue this as a rebuttal to the denial of my desire for genuine change. I urge you to reconsider my participation as a full member of the IAC. Let's show the world just how innovative we can be. Now, on its face, it sounds like begging to me, but 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 on another note, it has to be done in that type of professional manner. When I read this letter, and I see all white sitting on a board talking about diversity. It reminds me of seeing white people with black children that they've adopted. You have no fucking business with them. Just like these crackers have no business on that board without rep without us being representative. As a matter of fact, not only should we be on the board, should this sister be on the board, she should be running that committee. She should be telling them what to do when it comes to diversity. How can a cracker tell us anything about diversity? The only thing a cracker can do at this point, the only thing a real thing a cracker can do at this point is write, pull out your fucking checkbook, get that fucking nice engraved pen with your name on it on the side of your desk and write the fucking check. That's the only thing you can do. You can't tell us anything about diversity. What the fuck can you tell us about diversity? You can tell me something about lynching and castrating black men. You can tell me about that all day. You can tell me about the rape of black women. You can tell me what that feels like. You can tell me about that all day, just as that black woman can tell you what it feels like to be raped by your cracker ass. But you can't tell us nothing about diversity. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. The only thing you can do is write checks at this point. If you want real change, which we know you don't, you want coons and bootlickers like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson to fucking bootlick for your acts, for your asses. And anytime that there's any type of uprising, you will send them bitch motherfuckers to go talk about, ah, yeah, you can be angry, just don't get violent. Those days are over, Cracker. Your time is up. And I know you're trying to hold on for dear life and you're trying to sink this bitch like the Titanic by taking as many with you as possible. But our ancestors are speaking. And the only ones that you're really going to take with you is the coons and the bootlickers and the bed bucks and the bed wenches that deserve to be taken any fucking way. The rest of us ain't going nowhere. We're going to be here to build the new earth, Cracker. And we're going to do it with righteousness this time. And hopefully there will be a group of us that run you crackers back up into the fucking bowels of Europe, put you back in them caves and rope you in, Europe. Because that's exactly what the fuck happened before. We roped you in and then some people got soft and had too much of a heart and felt bad because we're such a giving people and we took the rope off. And now this is the fucking outcome. And hopefully our hard-headed asses have learned from that lesson to let never let our enemies out of captivity ever fucking again. Facts. Anybody else got anything? I agree 125%. Absolute facts. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving around a little bit, so I, I, I didn't want to try to say too much about my background it was too loud. But yeah, I agree 100 percent as well. And not only that, man, um, 
man, fuck them and their systems. You know what I mean? Like we, I, I feel like it's it's just it's past time for us to even stop being a part of anything that they got going on. So uh, any type of board or whatever the fuck. I mean, I understand the whole idea of representation and all that type of shit, but I'm more focused on instead of trying to be the spook that sat by the door, I'd rather be, you know, the spook that sat on the stoop and, and try to convince our people to get on code. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm more with that. And, uh, and, and man, I'm, I'm 100% in, in, in line with everything you just said, God. Yes, I, I'm speechless. I, I, you, you, everything you said just is like you were inside my brain. Everything. I, I don't know. I, there's nothing I could say more except absolute fucking facts. Yeah, so uh, for the family, um, um, uh, wait, let me see. Let's, uh, let's, um, so for the family, um, that number is, uh, <laughs> the woman's name is Samantha Hatch. That's how real it gets. The woman's name is Samantha Hatch. That's H-A-T-C-H. -H. Um, let me see talent specialist spacecraft mechanical engineering section parentheses 352 office number is 818-354-3317 again the office number is 818-354-3317 mobile number is 626-314-4495 Nine five again. Mobile number is six two six three one four 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 nine five. I would just ask the family that they give that bitch a call and ask them what the fuck is going on with their diversity program and why all crackers is sitting on the board and you don't have one black person and you got three black people in that company who are more eligible to sit on any fucking committee dealing with diversity than any cracker ever could be. And when I make the call personally myself, I'm going to I'm going to tell her specifically that I'm going to definitely try to get this story to the news because there's a bunch of news outlets in this country that will take this story right now because that's what they're pushing the diversity program. So why not set out a white company that's faking? We need to put JPL on blast just because I'm devious like that and the yes. crackers and the crackers deserve it. I'm not even looking to get anything out of it. I don't expect them to change it. I just like putting bitch motherfuckers on blast because they deserve it. Absolute facts, because they would do it right to us. And, oh, absolutely. They'll have our, our black asses in handcuffs on TV. They never show us smiling. They'll have us with the fucking, with the mug shot, the front facial and then the side facial and carting our black asses off to jail, talking about we're the worst fucking people on the planet. Yes. So anytime I get a chance to put their bitch asses out, that's exactly what the fuck it's going to be. As a matter of fact, I'm making my call. Well, I'm going to get off this live stream so that I can make my call to Samantha I want to make the call too. I want to make my call too, but I'm driving. I'm mobile. If I, I hope I can, I'll text you when I, 
drive, stop driving and see if I can get the number. But I'm actually on the road on our way with my family to um, swim. So, um, no, you're fine. I would love if you can give me that information because I want to do my part as well. Because, um, you know, they steal everything from us. They pay to get to where they are. You know, look at the lady with that, like that actress with her kids paying their way through school. Like, come on. They paid their way to get there. They didn't earn it. Our people, we earn everything. We're smart. We're so smart. We're so intelligent. But we just have to unite and be on cold and wake up all the sleeping ass motherfuckers. Excuse my French, but I'm just tired. Yes. Well, well, Empress, this, this video will be posted on my IG page. Um, what I will do after I uh, post this video is uh, I'll go through. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'll, I'll put I the, can get it from there. Don't worry. No, I'll type the number in in the comments. So you'll just be able to go to the comments and see it. I'll type both numbers in so that everybody can see it. And everybody give Miss Hatch a, a welcoming call from the Aboriginal Indigenous community. And tell Miss Hatch what we think about their white asses. I know I am. Um, yeah, I know I am. And uh, yeah, with that said, uh, I love all of you. Facts. I love all of you. I and every one of you. Yes. Let me say something real quick, God. Yes, uh, absolutely. Just real quick to the family. Um, typically, I'm scheduled to do my room today on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. on the New Energy uh, room. Um, I'm 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 burned out, man. You know, we had a we had a we had a great trip. You know, my my uh, return home was was quite strenuous, and I got hell of work to catch up on. And um, I want to give the family these uh, these pictures from the trip. So I'm not going to do my room tonight. But I'm offline talking to Cindy right now, and I'm probably going to do it either tomorrow uh, late afternoon or Thursday late afternoon. So I just wanted to give the family a heads up that I'm not going to be on this afternoon. That's it. Cool. Thanks for that, uh, D. Appreciate that. Rest up, Jane. Rest up. Yeah. And again, uh, shout out to shout out to Sovereign Creed for the shirt. Find your tribe. Yes, we definitely need to find our tribe. <laughs> quick, fast, and in a hurry. So with that said, peace, prosperity, salutations. Legacy Ambassador, I see you. Everyone have a splendid rest of your day, um, and we will talk soon. Peace, we're out. Peace. Peace and love. I love you guys. You guys, guys. Salute to Yarima. Thank you. Peace, love, and light to the IG family. My motto, fuck them all. I'm about to call this bitch and set it out. <laughs> I'm out. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in Fedbook jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? 
Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Urema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth, because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message.